Welcome to Raising Up Cops, the podcast about raising Coptic kids in Western culture. I'm your host, Laura. I'm here with my co-host, Madonna. And as usual, Madonna has brought us an amazing topic, uh, rich in nuance and uh, lots of opportunities for your opinions to come in. Madonna, tell us what we're talking about today. Yes. Good morning, everyone. Well, assuming you're listening to this in the morning, I guess. (laughs) Um, I recently experienced a situation where... um, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give anything away for these people, but okay, let's put it more in general terms. If you find a situation where there is a parenting concern, okay, um, and say like the husband and wife disagree about how they're doing something, and so they bring it to the table and say like, how would you do it? Um, when is it appropriate to share your opinion on the parenting? When is it appropriate to speak up, say that it's not brought up, but you this is a recurring concern that you see in this person with their parenting style and you know it's not good. When is it appropriate for you to say something? Should you say something at all? And is it even your business? There's a lot of, as you said, Laura, nuance here, because we've talked on our podcast before several times where we said, you got to trust yourself. And there's uh, so much information out there and you can have information overload about parenting and it's too much sometimes. um, And you just need to filter through it and just pick your thing and that's it. So contrary to that, having always been our stance, there is a possibility that there are times that you see something and you're like, I know that this is not okay. Is it your place to say anything? So that's where we are in this today. And I think part of that is who are you? Like we can start with that. What is your relationship with these people? And there are so many different relationships where it could be great for you to say something or it could be awful for you to say something. I'm thinking like the (laughs) mother-in-law or the grandparents on either side, you know, Um, it's very hard for them. I'm sure to watch us parent differently. And I'm sure they have a lot of great advice, but we don't always take it well so if you're a grandmother or, or a grandfather trying to speak from your experience, how do you approach that conversation versus an acquaintance versus a friend versus the tunt? God, how many times do we get commentary from the tunt in the bench in front of us about how we're supposed to raise our kids, like right in the middle of liturgy? And we're like, what is happening now? You don't even know my name. You know, like, <laughs> so I think just starting with who are you to speak? Are you in a position to speak? What do you think, Madonna? I completely agree. And that's the funny thing, because um, even if you consider yourself to be somebody who has the platform to speak, you still have to know that person inside and out to do it in the correct way. Right. So like there are some people, Laura, that like you criticize them left and right and they can laugh it off and they're like, you know, whatever, this is who I am. And it, it doesn't it doesn't phase them one bit. And then there's people who a uh, red flag like me <laughs> who you need to be real tactful about how you're going to say something to me not because I don't agree with you but I don't want to feel attacked and I don't want to feel like you're you're coming at me and saying to me like I'm doing everything wrong so if I have a relationship with you and you want to tell me something definitely I accept it but you got to do it the right way so it's got to come with that spoonful of sugar. Like we're yeah. not, it's not okay for it to come because, because a lot of people, I mean, it's easy for you and I, we're very defensive people, but other people might not seem like it, but you know, everyone has like a defense mechanism. And so when you're trying to say something, it does need to come with 
a lot of um, kindness and love. And I don't know, though, sometimes I feel like people come very kindly, but then it's still like the wrong time. Like, this is not the time to talk to me about this. Or I don't know. I feel like it is hard to take feedback in general under all circumstances. A hundred percent. And there's many situations, Laura, for example, like, I mean, at church, even you'll see a a parent snap at their child um, and you know, it's not the appropriate way to handle the situation, but that's it. You just saw a snapshot of their life. Like if you don't know that person inside and out and you don't know, that may not be a regular pattern for them. and, And we all lose it sometimes. So is it within your right? Even if you saw them do something that was not okay and they're like yelling and they're like dragging their child by the arm out of the church or something like that. Obviously that's not ideal. We know that, but we've all gotten to a point where it's, we've really, really acted irrationally because of a series of events that morning, because of um, poor sleep, because of whatever the case may be, not excusing the behavior, but you have no idea what's going to happen after that. Um, A lot of us, we, we even talked about this, like, you know, there, that opportunity for repair, like even if you do snap at your child and everyone w- witnessed that, you might be the type of parent that goes to your kid later and be like, I really messed up and I'm really sorry. And I didn't mean to do that. But nobody would see that. They would only remember the part where you publicly were doing the wrong thing. So Actually, you really don't you, know that person. You really brought up something important right there because that's what happens when you correct someone's parenting too. It's a break yes. in the relationship. And you have to be in a position where you can repair that relationship after. So that's part of the reason why right place, right right person, right time is so important because it has to be somebody you're going to talk to again, you've talked to before. It has to be um, in a situation where afterwards you can say something nice and repair that relationship, you know, like mm. smooth things over after you've said whatever you had to say, you know? So I think that kind of helps guide you. Like, if someone's like walking out the door with their kids and you're like, that's not how you do it. And then like, that's the end of the conversation. That's all they're going to remember. That's, that's what's going to stick in their head. That feeling of you shaming them on their way out. No, a hundred percent. And I'm inclined to say Laura, like as my opinion, and this is funny because I have a, like, we're on a parenting podcast. So we're constantly giving people our, our opinions. Right. Um, I'm inclined to say that it's not open for discussion unless it's brought to you. I'm inclined to say that if you are not being asked directly, it's none of your business and that's it. Um, with, of course, barring any circumstance where it's like a really dangerous situation. Like I just gave the example of somebody dragging their child by the arm. Again, a hundred percent, we shouldn't be physical with our children, but like sometimes in order to remove them from a situation, you have to, you have to do that. So unless they're like being beat, like, you know, or, or like there's something really serious happening, um, or a parent is not paying attention as the kid is about to like go rolling off of the stage or something like that. Okay. These are times when you need to step in, but in, in normal everyday situations where you're seeing a recurring theme of like, I wouldn't handle my kid like that. I wouldn't do that with my kid. Well, exactly. That's you. Like that's an I statement for a reason, right? Your parenting is not someone else's parenting. So unless it comes up, why are you saying anything? Yes. Unless they're asking you hey, what's the right formula to use? You don't need to go off on your breastfeeding rant. <laughs> like, yes. you know, like you're yes. really it's okay to not say anything. And I think you said something else that's super, super key in when you do speak. Yes. When you do speak, say, I did this. 
this is what worked for me. Those statements take the edge off the defensiveness off by a lot. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. And I think one of the important things too, Laura, is when you even use those I statements, I think it should be, you know, that sandwich method where it's like compliment and then like the critique and then the compliment, same idea, but it's like, give the grace, say the thing and give the grace. So like, Hey, I totally get why that's a struggle. It's really, really hard. I remember struggling with that same thing. Um, and it, I, it took a lot to figure it out, but here's what I did. And I think maybe this could help you. Um, but again, I know it's really hard. Like, there you go. You said it, it was graceful. It was sweet. It was kind. And it was still the truth. You know, it wasn't like, you're not lying to them. Um, and this situation, Laura, like, it's funny because it was brought up, but it was brought up in a group setting, albeit a group of very friendly, like really, really close friends. But in the end, what ended up happening was um, everybody was talking to this one person about how to handle the situation. So naturally, it probably felt like an intervention. It felt like an attack. It felt like being ganged up on. It wasn't the correct, even even with knowing the person, even knowing their background, even doing it right, even whatever, wasn't the right place setting. So again, so much nuance. There's so many pieces to it. Yes. And and to remember, even as you're giving advice that like, and I think you said this earlier, we don't see the full picture. We don't know all the dynamics and everybody, even when they are coming to you with advice is hiding some things. They're, they're telling the story in a particular way to get a particular end result. So I'm thinking like of a kid who comes to you for advice about a situation at school and they don't mention that they're the ones who instigated this incident (laughs) or they don't mention that what they really want is to not finish this task or assignment, you know? So it's the same with adults. Adults are the same. They, they, when they come to you, even with advice, they're not giving you the full picture. So um, don't maybe not getting too, too into your perspective or being too, um, like final judgment kind of thing. Like, don't be like, and this is how it has to be done. You know, like leave that room, the flexibility for what they might not be saying, you know? You know what? You bring up such a good point because even if it does come up, right? Like the first thing we do is not launch into all of our solutions, but maybe approach with curiosity, ask questions. Okay, what have you tried? Um, What seems to be the biggest struggle when you try these things? The more that you get a picture, the more that you ask questions, the more that it opens up the discussion, it becomes a conversation and not a, let me preach you a sermon. Like, let me throw down the hammer and the judgment and this is what needs to be done. Um, I think that was a really important point, Laura. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's uh, from the perspective of you as a parent, you do know your children best. You do know your family situation best. And there are times where it is good to hear other perspectives. So do reach out for advice. This is not like a, I'm not telling you, okay, don't reach out for advice. Uh, Do reach out for advice, but also when you're asking, know who you're asking when you're asking, like, and be prepared for a little bit of defensiveness to rise in you, like (laughs) bring God with you, bring the Holy Spirit to smooth (laughs) things over. But it is good to hear different perspectives, process them in your own time. You know, it's not, um, we, you know, on this podcast, we're always talking about parenting as a uh, village we're always talking about how to help each other like we're not um no one should have to go at it alone but uh 
but but do know know your own weaknesses when you're bringing up and asking for advice and just give the person and yourself grace that's a really important point again laura because i think that if you are going to ask you have to bring a sense of a, a certain level of humility in it too because there are times where i will come in to ask to prove myself right like do you know what I mean? Oh, no, like I, I'll come to you to say something because I know that you're going to agree with me. And now I can use this as ammo against my husband and I can tell him, see, this is why, like I said that. And that is also the wrong way to approach asking for advice. Like if you're not truly asking, just keep it to yourself. If you're going to add more fuel to your argument and to your fire, don't do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Intention matters. Like, you know, I mean, we all need a friend to vent to, but I see what you're saying. Like we, that's, that's not asking for advice. That's no. asking for trouble. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. But like, I mean, in general, there's so many things that I, I like, I'm like, I know, I know my kid and I know what I've done. I, I know what helps them. I know what works. Um, And I, but really when I, I sit down and analyze the situation, it's not because this is what my kid needs and this is not because what my kid wants and whatever. It's because this is what's easier for me. This is what makes me feel better. This is why I do it. And so I'm bringing that kind of bias into um, my dealing with my children and my asking somebody is just, please confirm my bias for me. Confirm it for me that I'm doing the right thing. That's not. That's also not asking with curiosity and openness and wanting to to seek help. So and be careful if you ask the like the Madonna and Laura personality types we always say the opposite of what you want to hear so <laughs> you want to be really careful who you bring like if you want just um, a pat on the back there are some personality types that you should not take that to <laughs> you're definitely not yes women <laughs> we love to look at all perspectives obviously that's why we do this podcast <laughs> truly, truly but I do think that you know it, Again, it's good to know yourself. It's good to know the person you're approaching. It's good to know the family situation. So if I had to like go back and review the situation, it's, am I asking for real help? Am I really wanting to bring it up because I actually want help or do I just want to confirm what I believe? And as a person that is responding, do you know this person well enough to be truthful? Do you know this person well enough to be able to, to say what you want to say with grace and truth and love and all of that stuff? And all of that being said, Laura, like if we're being perfectly honest, you can check all of those boxes and still feel hurt by whatever is said. Because sometimes, and we know this, the truth, even when in love, is very hard to hear. It can be really difficult because you're like, I don't want to have to go down this path. I don't want to say this. I don't want to have to do this. Um, and this is the opposite of what is easier or what I'd like to do. It can still be hard. So you also need to know yourself enough to separate. Am I struggling with this because it's wrong? Or am I struggling with this because it's hard for me? And that that's like life advice. Like, let's be real. <laughs> just for parenting. It's true. That's not it's just true. Yeah. The truth can hurt. It can take time to process. And that's okay. Take your time. And maybe, actually, what happens is, like, they want you here. And you're here. But your path to get to the point point B is not the one that they would expect. You know, like maybe you're going to take a little longer or you're going to troubleshoot a little differently to get to the same end result. Maybe it'll take you a little bit longer to make it happen. You know, and that's okay. It's just 
it's just good. It's good. It, that's part of growth and life and learning and it, it, it stretching does hurt. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. All advice stretches us some and it, stretching is painful at first. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think also beware of situations where it's going to cause a strife in a marriage. For example, like if the husband and wife are at odds with each other, um, you don't want to come in then and like support either side. You just want to keep asking questions and you want to, and what, that's actually one of the questions that I would ask if somebody came to me is what does your husband say about it? Or what does your wife say about it? Like first tell me more about what you guys are thinking. And then we can discuss because the goal, the goal is not to prove someone right. The goal is to solve the problem. The goal is to get to the other side of the situation. And so if everyone agrees, then it's all of us against the problem, not me against you, not him against her, not whatever. Um, and yes. that's key. peaceful yes. resolution is the goal. Yes. Whatever the yes. problem, peaceful resolution is the goal. Yes. And none of us want to um, be blamed for our kids growing up in a way that messes them up, you know, <laughs> even though we say inevitably something inevitable. is going to happen that our kids <laughs> are going to come back and blame us for. It's going to happen. But at least we've done our best and done our part to be open to the idea that maybe we're not doing it the right way or we're not doing the best thing. Um, so yeah, I think with that being said, I just want to encourage everybody that, um, there are times when your opinions are warranted. And I'm sure that there's many times where it's really hard to hold your tongue and say, not say what you really want to say, but think of yourself in that person's shoes. How would you want to hear it? And then know the person you're talking to, how should they hear it? Um, and above all else, if you could not say anything at all, because it does, you don't know everything, then don't. <laughs> yeah. And on the other side, if you ask for advice, be prepared for a little bit of pain that comes with it. Yes. Make sure you know who you're asking. Make sure you're um, being honest with yourself about like your reason for asking, but also how you're going to take it. <laughs> you know, like, yes. Don't ask the questions that are going to hurt you unless you're prepared to work through that after. Um yes. And yeah, and in the end, again, what we want is for it to be us, all of us human beings against the problem. It's not us against our kids. It's not us against our spouse. It's not us against our friends. Just keeping our eye on the problem that needs to be solved. That's really going to keep the peace. A hundred percent. Thank you all so much for joining us on Raising Up Cops. If you have any feedback, have any questions, have any comments, please feel free to email us at raisingupcops at gmail.com and we'd be happy to hear from you and we look forward to joining you again the next time. Raising Up Cops is a production of Coptic Dad and Mom. This podcast is hosted by Laura Michael and Madonna Lewindi. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Coptic Orthodox Church or its hierarchy. These are our personal opinions, collective experiences, and organic discussions on selected topics. If you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments, you can reach us at raisingupcops at gmail.com.